I'm Jessica Johnson Cope. And I'm Waleed Cope. This, this is, is Commerce and Chill. And we are back. Welcome for our newest episode of Commerce and Chill. I'm Jessica Johnson Cope. I'm Waleed. Hey boss, what's good? Everything's lovely. I'm grateful. Thank you for coming back. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We offer information on our businesses. We have two businesses together. Soapbox and Johnson Security. Yes. And so we... They do not compliment each other, so don't ask why. They do yeah. compliment each other because... No, oh, I'm just talking about the question I get all the time. They'd be like, you guys are in laundry and dry cleaning and security? How'd you get into those two things? Like, they're not related. I'm like, but they are related because they're, they're family businesses. And, and their family is all related. Business. We provide service yes. versus a product. Yes. The mic is messing with me a little bit today. My mic sounds nice. Check one. No. Did you take your meds today? My mic sounds nice. Check two. I guess it's good. All right, let's go. So at Commerce and Chill, it's the intersection of business, life, and relationships and love. So for the next 25 or 30 minutes, we're going to talk to you about what's going on, and hopefully you'll come back. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Like, comment. Once you subscribe, dislike. listen to the episode. Watch the Just episode on what YouTube. You Five stars. Or one. Give us reviews, then go get your mama's phone, get your auntie's phone, get your granny's phone and download the podcast onto their phones or their iPads or whatever (laughs) technology they use. Because, you know, some of our our senior saints, they're really high and polluting when it comes to the technology. Wait, did you say senior saints? Yes. I've never heard of that, but I'll take it. Let's go. In old school church, you know, everybody's a saint. But when you talk about those wise elders, they get the... The distinction of senior saints, not like a saint in training or like a. I'm not touching any of this. I'm just letting you go with it. I'm, I'm not touching it. Shout out to all the senior, senior saints out there saint. that send us love. We love you back. Junior and state. thank you for checking out the podcast. I just signed up, Saint. I'm letting it all go. All right. I'm not touching it. All right. So today we want to talk to you about um, the use of virtual tools in business and in life. You know, since a lot of people have started working from home. Um, you've seen an increase in the number of people online. Yeah, it explains why my bandwidth is so slow now. Everybody's home online. <laughs> I thought that we were promised the, the, what was the promise of 5G, right? Everything was supposed to be faster. Yeah, I feel like I'm on 2G for some days. I feel like I'm on dial-up. <laughs> All my old heads don't know what that is. There you go. Get off the phone. 256K modem. <laughs> but we wanted to talk to you today about how businesses can leverage um virtual tools to grow and to thrive. Um, I don't know about you, but this past week or so, I feel like I've been on three or four webinars every single day. If I get one more email about something COVID-19 update webinar or whatever, I'm just like, I'm closing my laptop. (laughs) Now, why do you feel like there's not good information that they're sharing? I'm not even reading it. It's like what I think some businesses or people don't understand it becomes a point when it's just information overload. Like you're going to become numb to it after a while. So like if you're legitimately sending me something that says how COVID-19 is impacting their business and I'm a client or a customer of that business, respect. 
Send me that all day long because I'm using that product or service. I'm getting emails from stuff like I hardly ever used or have never used or they got my email from some list from another list from somebody else that bootlegged it off the dark web and then they spamming the hell out of me and it's not like and i was like i'm saying it's spam because it's unsolicited but they're legit places that are sending it and i'm just like bro i've never done business with you i've never even filled out anything from your website or anywhere else i haven't even clicked on any of your clickbait i haven't even looked at any of your facebook or instagram or google ads none of them why are you emailing me because some people are looking at, to me, are looking at this now as a time for, let me put this in front of people. And because they're nervous or they might be panicking or they know people are all sheltered in place, let me try and take advantage to get some new business versus, you know, education and um, informative. Okay, so let's, so give me some specific examples of um, different virtual tools that you've received that have worked for you, that have been, that you've gotten positive impact and positive results when you've um, received them. Wait, from from some other business or other yeah, person? Yeah, from other business or other people. Honestly, like, I ha like it's the same. Like, people are, you know, doing webinars. So you're asking me what platforms they're using? No, I'm just saying what works, right? Because if we're talking about how businesses can leverage virtual tools to grow and to thrive, but you're telling me that everything that you're receiving is, like, disingenuous and it's over... It's I'm not feeling it. Like, it's I'm information just, overload. I'm just, then, like, so not feeling then it. Then to people on the other side... They're probably going to be like, so what's the point? I, I'm just, I'm just so not feeling it. Like my, my inbox is so overwhelmed right now. And every subject line says COVID-19. I'm just ready to set up a filter in my email that says anything COVID-19, just put it in the, in the, in a folder on the side. I don't even want it coming in my inbox because it, and all of it is. And then this is what blows my mind. It's some email that's mad long, like four or five paragraphs in like font 10. I'm like, who's reading that? And let alone, okay, who has time to read it? Maybe some people do because they might be at home or they're sheltering in place or they're working from home. So their, their work day is just not as busy as it used to be. So they'll have time to read that. But like my attention span for that, zero. So what, what I would be doing, because you asked me, right, what, what I recommend, what I would do if I needed to send out an email, to update my existing client pay base, one, which I co-signed those 100%, let me be clear on that, I would make them short and sweet. Mm -hmm. And I would make them in some type of bullet point format so that someone can look at it and consume it. The next thing I would do, I would not make my email any longer than what someone could view in the preview when you have your email, when your emails come in. Think about that. When someone has to take another step and click on an email to totally expand it, and I would probably say I have no idea what the stats on it, but there's a lot of people, when your emails come in, just like your text messages on your phone, you see that little preview of it first, and you can read the first couple lines, and that's the thing that makes you say whether you're going to click into it and look at it more because it intrigues you or it's of some interest to you versus, yeah, I'll get to it later. I would make my emails no bigger than what shows up in a preview window of a mobile device or the desktop. And that would and that and I would deliver my information to my audience that way. Or or I would embed the video or image into the email so they can see right away and deliver my message through video format and keep the video super short. That's my first thing. Okay, that's your first thing. That's the first thing. Okay. 
The next thing I would utilize without spamming people, let me be clear, zoom in on me without spamming people, I would use text messaging. And again, I would use the same format, the same style as I would do with the email. The text would be no longer than what shows up in that alert message on your phone when you get a text message. So what do you get, like three lines in that when it first comes up or like two and a, and a quarter or something like that? Then it goes dot, 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 dot. That first two and a half lines or whatever it is would be the message. Not the hook, because I'm not trying to bait anybody, because I'm delivering authentic information to my existing base, my client slash customer base, or the B2B businesses you work with, your vendors, your contractors, whoever your target audience is that you work with. That would, I would use text message. Anything else? The next thing I would use is any of the messaging platforms. I would use Facebook Messenger. I would use WhatsApp. And for you, all you that don't know who are using WhatsApp personally, which is legit, I got no qualms with it. Love it, use it myself. But if you're running a business, I'm going back to a couple episodes ago, you should not have whatever your business is at gmail.com. Get a domain. So the same thing is is with WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. There is a business version of WhatsApp. Okay. And you should be rocking that, not having a personal WhatsApp coming to your phone and putting that for your business for your clients slash customers to communicate with you. It should be your business one because there's huge advantages to using the business WhatsApp because it has other features that can get your business more exposure than just using the personal one. That's all I got for now. Okay. I like that. Good. You gave them something actionable, three tools that they could use to leverage virtual um, opportunities in our, our new normal. Yep. Even though some people don't like the new normal, the now, just the now. Um, I saw an interesting post from one of my school classmates, Renee Ducree. Shout out to Renee. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Down Renee. to turn to sports. Um, but she posted that Renee. change brings opportunity. And so when I was thinking about the concept of virtual tools, that's one of the first things that came to mind because right now we don't know how long we're going to be sheltered in place. We don't know how long we're going to be working remotely. Who knows? We don't know how long we're going to even be social distancing. Yeah, I don't think we got six feet going on here. So I don't know. I hope we don't get in I trouble. I feel like this, like maybe not our feet, but up top, definitely. I'm going to put my microphone here a little more to block it. So like, where's your mask? Oh, that's right. We can't find any. They're all sold out. Right. Shout out to everybody price gouging. I do not approve of that at all. Yeah. Please, I've seen and 95 masks for $20. Get out of here. It's a disposable mask. How are you selling for And then they're like, well, you know. No, there is no well, you know. Knock it off. $20 right. a mask. Price gouging is like, you like, people should be ashamed of themselves of taking economic advantage of people during a misfortunate time. Like, I understand that there's supply and demand that drives price up. But, you know, a mask that sells for a couple bucks, if that, like even though the ones like the, the just the regular ones like your dentist wears, you know, the little blue ones you see everybody in the street wearing, like those things, are, they cost a couple cents, like, I don't know, whatever, 20, 10, 15 cents. And now people sell them for like a dollar, two dollars no, no, each. No, no, five dollars. Eat for the, the blue thin ones? Yes. Whatever. I'm, I'm just like. That's I'm, what I saw outside the hospital the other day. No. The hospital. 
Somebody was selling them at, in front of the hospital? Over near the hospital, yes. Oh, my God. You can go to the dollar store. First of all, like, whatever. I'm not, I'm not even going into it. All I'm just saying is... They were, they were selling it also here for, like, with the package deal and stuff. The mask and the gloves for five bucks. Oh, yeah. Post How many masks and gloves for five just bucks? Just one. Just one. One uh, mask in a Ziploc bag, and a like. pair of gloves. Somebody on the street selling it? No, I post that. At the, the post office. Oh, oh, the um, oh yeah, yeah, over there on the street, the um, the, the mail-in place. Yeah. Come on, the mail center. Yeah, whatever. I, I'm just not like I understand supply and demand. It's going to make some prices go up, but you can't tell me in some cases things things the price of these masks and gloves have 15, 20x. And people saying it to me with a straight face. I'm like, yeah, I want to order like a case, and they're like, oh well, they're ten dollars a mask, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. right. My, my personal favorite, a minimum of 200000 okay, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> we're back to this virtual stuff you were talking about. Change brings Change, yes, Renee. Change, Change brings, brings opportunity. opportunity. And so um, in, in terms of how we run our businesses, I've seen opportunity presents itself to use virtual tools in three different ways. So you talked about texting. And in particular, when we're trying to keep in touch with our employees, because some of them may have issues tra- traveling with the transportation being public transportation being limited yep. or with their having um, limited access to child care because the public schools are closed. You know, it's been kind of difficult for some people to get to and fro to work. And so being able to text them and use different texting platforms and messaging platforms has helped us to distribute information to our employees in a very timely manner. And so for other businesses that have employees, it's one consistent tool you can have one person that's administra- that's, that serves as the administrator and you can drill down if you want to group your employees, but it's an easy way to get information out. Absolutely. And, and it looks consistent. Um, another thing that, that I've been participating in are these teletown halls. <laughs> and the teletown halls come into play uh, largely with some of the industry associations with whom we deal. Okay. So, so they're webinars and they just call them teletown halls? Well, with the teletown halls, it's really just by telephone. Oh, so you just call so in and listen? You call in and listen. All right. I mean, if you dial in, you won't see anything on the, sca- on the, on the screen. Obviously. Right. They're just doing audio. Yeah. So that's the teletown hall. Okay. So, so for example, um, the Small Business Roundtable, it's a consortium of different small business groups. I want to say like 15 or so small business groups. They had a teletown hall with the SBA administrator last week. And the businesses couldn't really ask questions, but the heads of the industry groups asked the questions on our behalf. So that was good. So you didn't need however many thousands of people that were on the call raising right. their hand because you can hear everybody ding, 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 ding. I can only imagine. And you can hear the smoke alarms going off. Yep. Please change the batteries in your smoke alarms if you haven't already done so. Daylight savings pass. Um, so that's a good way to give a lot of information to a large group when there's not space or time to accommodate questions. Um, but then more so than not, what I've been participating on are webinars and webcasts. Oh, I know. We share office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> if I hear one more. <laughs> what are you going to do? You, you I'm might, just so numb. You like, turn numb to them, but I get information that I've been able to share and to, to better decipher what's coming through because some of the people that are putting information out there, they don't read. 
But and they can't wait, answer the your question. The people putting it out don't read, or you mean the people that the are people, receiving it? The don't people read. putting it out. Some of the people putting it out don't read. So, for example, right? Because the, they're the, just cutting and pasting and sending it because they're looking for. Am I going to get this click, or is that going to get me more business? Or is it going like it, it, if you're not doing it from a genuine place, you're not going to get genuine results. Somebody put that in a quote for my next piece of content. You got it, dude. If you're not coming from a genuine place, you're not going to get genuine results. That's it. Does that mean the podcast is over? I think we're done. Do I need to say anything else here? I feel like Mr. Soap now. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's basically the whole point of the podcast. I'm done. <laughs> but no, I think that the webinars and webcasts are a great way um, to, to share information. They're also educational. Um, depending on the format or platform that you use, you can ask questions. You can see people. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to see people. Just, you know, sidebar. Since some of us can't get to the hair salon, can't get to the nail salon or whatever, maybe we need to come out with a webinar approved baseball cap so that you can't see people's edges or you can't see the fact that they haven't been to the barber. And, <laughs> what? And as employers uh, and stakeholders, we'll give people a pass because we just know that, that you can't do it. Just turn the camera off. How about that? Click. But occasionally you need to check in and see people. I don't need to see you. Like, I hear you. You're, everything's good? Yes, you're alive. Oh, awesome. All right, let's get this webinar, teleconference, or whatever this thing is. Let's get it on. Turn the camera off. I don't turn mine on. Like, half the time people are sitting this close to the camera anyway when you see them on the webinar. Like, dude, like, your face back up. Like, you don't need it that close. But, yeah. So. So, virtual tools. Webinar approved baseball cap. I'm telling you, just turn the camera off. Okay. Save the money. Um, but the, but one thing I like about webcast and webinars is that it saves money and it saves time. So it saves time and that you don't have to travel back and forth if you were to have a meeting. Yeah, I like I get it. I, I I'm not saying we shouldn't use them. I, I approve like I approve them. But I'm more of I'm more of a face to face person. Like like there'll be no face to face, sir. Listen, listen COVID nineteen is going to go away, so there will be back to face to face. Like I'm just saying, it's right going to change the way some things happen, <laughs> and I and. I see or hear when I hear people talking about interacting with other business owners and other team members that it's going to change the way we know things are done. Mm -hmm. But what one of the biggest impact I think it's going to have, let's not even talk about the economic part of it because that's a whole different ball game. We could be here all day talking about that. It's going to change the way people look at the things they used to do. Mm. We are all creatures of habit. You start doing things, you're getting into a routine. So you talked about, Renee said, change leads to, what is it? Change brings opportunity. Change brings opportunity. Change brings new routine, right? Because you are used to doing things a certain way because we're creatures of habit. And you fall into that structure, that routine, which can be a good thing, depending on what's your routine and structure. What is it for? Like if it's, let's say, good habits, right? It, it's, it becomes a good thing. But we're, we fall into these routines, whether we do it consciously or subconsciously. And now you've been taken out of that routine, whatever it was, whether you used to always walk five blocks to go to this place to get food. Now that place might not do walk-ins anymore because people are going to start realizing that, hey, when this happened, we pivoted and started doing this. And now I realize I don't need this anymore or I can do that a different way than the way I used to do it. And I see it's more convenient to do it that way or it saves me money or whatever it might be. But the, the other thing is, too, is if we're creatures of habit, think of this. What happens to the things in our lives that get eliminated 
because of this or you can't do because you were used to doing them. And now because of this time period goes on for whatever time period it goes on, if it goes on too long or whatever we define as too short or too long and it happens and you end up falling into this routine subconsciously because that thing you used to do, you haven't done for like 30, 45 days and now you fall out the habit. So a good example would be going to the gym. Some people go to the gym routinely. They go regularly. They're like, I go on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever their routine is. But something happens and they don't go on Monday. And they say, yeah, you know what? I'm going again on Wednesday anyway, so I'll take care of it. But then something happens and for a while they keep missing Monday. And sooner or later their body and their mind gets into this routine to say, I don't need to go Mondays anymore. I'll just go Wednesday and Friday. And now they only go two days. So they don't have the same results physically that they had when they were going three days. But because that time frame happened for so long, they subconsciously became used to two days. They got conditioned to it. It's like a dog. What do they say? Like, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's something that says if you separate a dog from its owner for X amount of time, they start to disassociate with that the previous owner and they attach to whoever the new owner is. I don't know if I believe that 100% because I've heard some stories like dogs go away and then they see the person they go, ah, for a long time. But there's, there's this statistic, there's this theory or whatever you want to call it or whatever it's called that they disassociate themselves. So I'm saying if COVID-19 goes on for whatever the time period is it takes for a human to break a habit or develop a new habit, what will all these new habits people have if COVID-19 takes us out of that normal routine for that particular time frame? That'll be interesting to see. So a lot of things as we know it, I don't think they're just going to disappear because COVID-19 is just like some nuclear bomb and boom, it is evaporated. I think it's going to be because people are going to realize what I used to do or what I was used to doesn't have to be because for this whole window that COVID-19 had me sheltering in place or working from home, like, okay, I'll give you a great example. And this is probably going to have some serious economic impacts down the road. How many businesses have their team members working from home and they've made this adjustment and this goes on for a month, I don't know, 45 days. And then they come back and say, you know what? We really don't need to spend all this money on an office space. We can have our team work from home and we're just going to like get a closet somewhere or we're just going to rent a conference room once a week when we would need to have our face-to-face meetings because we need to be hands-on. And then the rest of the time, we're all going to work remotely from home. Now that landlord doesn't get that rent from that um, business anymore in that office space. And then another business has the same realization. So what happens to the real estate market when it comes to office space now? Well, I'm not going to give COVID-19 that much attention just because I'm sick of people talking about it. I agree. But I would dare say that um, there's enough challenges that we have within business and within society that needed to be adjusted. Change. And so to that end, um, I've seen a lot of fun challenges on social media. And I posted a challenge recently. What's that face for? <laughs> Another challenge on social media. Another challenge on social media. Hashtag push-up challenge. This is Hashtag. a show for And you're bringing a prop out too. <laughs> no, Holy no. smokes. This is real you're, tr- you're totally crossing platforms here. All right, go for it. I'm, I still want to hear this. 
Um, and so in preparation for today's episode, I was talking to the content team about what different challenges we've seen and how businesses can leverage challenges to grow. Okay. So for today, I'm going to focus on the more fun personal side of things. Okay. Personal development side of things. Okay. So I recently posted. <laughs> Wait, it's challenge. <laughs> hashtag book tithes challenge. Book tithe. Book book tithe. Did Remember you, the did last. Did you get that from the senior saints? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the idea from Pastor. Right. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse. But in the last episode, I talked about tithing ideas. Right. So for every ten business ideas that you get, share one. Uh, reach out to another business owner. Reach out to a client. And share that that idea because every idea that we receive isn't necessarily for us. But if you get that idea in the right hands, great things are about to bound to happen. I not disagree with you. I'm just laughing because I'm waiting to hear this book tie thing. I'm gonna be so. Do we take a book to the church and put it in the offering thing? No, no, no. Oh, it's three steps to the book tie challenge. Get a book, give a book, tag a friend. Get a book, give a book. Tag a friend. Okay. So um, you get a book off of your bookshelf, your coffee table, or your desk. A book that you've read, okay. a book that you would recommend, and you pay it forward to someone that you think might be able to benefit from it. Okay. So in, in, so in this book type challenge in particular, I'm sharing it with my community on LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Facebook, and whomever gets involved, I'll be tithing one book. One book not a whole bunch of books to different people. And the book I decided to tithe is Bring Yourself by Maury Tahara for a shout out to Maury. She's one of the world's leading negotiations coaches and she's my friend. But when I was reading her book, it gave me the idea. The book tithe? The book tithe. Okay. Yeah. So let me understand. It's three steps. You read a book. Wait, no. What is it again? It's give a book. Give you, a book. No, you get a book. Get a book. Give a book. Give a book. Tag a friend. Okay, so, so let me drill down. So I no, don't drill down because no, I'm no, about no. to get. I would. I just want to know how it works. So I, I read a book. Mm-hmm. I go online. I post a picture of the book or a video. I tag a friend. No. Okay, like how's it work? Then? So you get a book that you've I already got a read. Book. You I get it off your bookshelf. bookshelf. I got a lot of books table, at home. Off your the desk, shelf. right? I got the book. What do I do next? So then you give the book. You either. Handed in person, but since we're so practicing. virtually, I just like reach through my Instagram post and hand them the book. You can do it in a number of ways. You can mail the actual book that you have in your position in possession. You can either mail it U.S. Postal Service or okay. Whatever. So I, I get a book, I you, send it to a friend. You send it to a friend, and then what? And then you tag another friend to get involved with the challenge. And when you tag your friend, you put the title. So what's of the, the friend? Book. Do I have to tag? You tag another friend that you know likes to read books that might benefit from being a part of the challenge. But I'm not tagging the person I sent the book to? No, because see, the person that you sent the book to responded. So it'll be a cascade. You should have made it like tag. You're it when we were kids. I get a book off my shelf. I take a picture of it. I tag you in the picture and be like, I read this book. You should read it too. And when I tag you, you get put on notice and I mail you the book. And then when you get the book, you got to do the same for somebody else. The only thing about that is if you only tag people that you know, then how do you increase the circle and how do you increase people's minds? Because so I'm posting it. Virtual. Okay, so then when you do the book challenge, that's how you do it. But as for me, the way I'm oh, doing I'm it doing is challenge. the first person that responds to me. I'm doing a WhatsApp challenge. They'll get a copy of WhatsApp this book. WhatsApp challenge. And then they'll be expected to gift 
the next person what they booked. Okay. And so on and so, so on. I get, get and a then book they off the tag shelf. somebody to get be a part of the challenge. Get a book off the shelf. Yes. Send it to someone. Yes. And then tag someone else. Yes. But what am, what what am I posting that I'm tagging the other person? So when you post when you tag the other person, it's like, look what I just did. I did. I the send, book you t- so you're taking a picture of the, of the book. book that you send to somebody else. Yes. So shouldn't you tag two people then? The person you're sending it to so they know it's coming. And then you tag somebody else to be like, look what I did. You should do the same thing. I like that idea. That's why I'm on the team. I just earned my keep this today. Woo, 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 Can I get woo. my check early? Um, We're waiting for our PPP checks to come in. For you that don't know, PPP stands for the Paycheck Protection Program. We wait. Yeah, you should all check it out. And seriously, oh, just uh, check out the new um, Paycheck Protection Program. For it's this. a loan program that the SBA has put out as part of the CARES program in response to the coronavirus. Uh, get your chickens. Yeah, check it out. Take care of your chicken. Chicken? What's chicken? Oh, check out Marshall. Oh, Lynch. like chicken, chicken, win it, win a, win a chicken dinner. Like uh, when you win blackjack or whatever. Gotta take, you got to take care of your mind. Got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your chicken. I'll tell y'all right now while y'all in it. Take care of y'all bread. And a book tied challenge will help you take care of your mind. Walking around the block and exercising will help you take care of your body. And signing up for the Paycheck Protection Program if you're a small business owner will protect your chicken. She's using chicken as a... So in I'm just money. borrowing from Marshawn Lynch. Check I'm it mad out. you're quoting Marshawn Lynch. He's I'm done. <laughs> I am so done. He's quite an intelligent young man. You know? I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying you're <laughs> quoting him. Like this is gone. This podcast has gone to a whole new level. What are we on episode what? 15 now? Where, I, where do we go from here? <laughs> uh, we go to episode 16. Whoa! What episode number are we on? It just gets. Better I think I just time. made up a number. No way, oh, dude! Oh goodness, what are you smoking? <laughs> It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. This dude held up four fingers. We did ten episodes before we went live. How many have been posted? Well, we're not talking about that. Officially, how many? This should be six on YouTube on online press. So Juan said officially we we should have six on YouTube by the time you see this air. How many have we done? But we got we got at least uh, eight more in the can. Yeah, I don't know. They totally just ruined it for me. Okay, what else are we talking about? Anyway, we don't have time to talk about anything else, so I'm just going to summarize the things that we did talk about. So if you're a small business owner and you're trying to leverage virtual tools, um, some of the suggestions that Cope had... He said zero minutes. Is zero minutes, so we're going to wrap it up. Uh, use email, use text messaging, use the messaging here. platforms. Make sure that you filter it down yeah. so it's simple. Keep it very simple so that you can see it in alert or preview page. And... Uh, Make sure that you use the business version if you're using like WhatsApp. Yeah, I don't want to see a vacation body picture. It's and, not, it, yeah, go ahead. And then um, you can vacation also use teletown tele- halls, webinars, and webcasts. And if you can find a, something that's applicable to what you do, try a business challenge. Try a challenge uh, on social media. Um, you can leverage that. And if you follow me, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Check out the book tithe challenge. Pick up a book, share with a friend, and let us know um, what your experience is. Get your book tithe challenge. Bring you all the books into the library since the library is closed. And in closing, we just want to say thank you for joining us for another episode of Commerce and Chill. We hope to see you back. Don't forget to subscribe. Stay safe. Listen, rate, get your auntie and mommy in them. Send us some comments. Got questions? You need help with something? Send us some masks.
What? You said send us a mask? Yeah. No, oh. just sit, just tell me where I can get some for a, a real yeah. price. I'll so buy can, them. So I'll we pay can you get them, them for our team Just make sure that they're reasonably the priced. At a real price. Reasonably priced mask. Yeah. But, you know, leave a comment, send us a message. Let us know what's going on. We really appreciate you taking the time to, to stop in and visit with us. And remember to check in on somebody that you love, especially someone that you haven't heard from in a while. We had a team member um, who um, we recently lost. And I don't want to see that happen in other places. So just check in on your loved ones, whether they're people that you work with or people um, in your family. And make sure that they're okay. Um, because social isolation can really um, mess with people's minds. So in closing, happy thoughts. Happy feelings. Go listen to some Frankie Beverly Amaze, and we hope to see you on the next episode of Commerce and Chill. Happy feelings in the air. Okay, are we done? I'm out of here. It's, she's really lost it today. <laughs> are we good? We're, We're good. Out. Done.